Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're having a really, really great day. Welcome back to another episode of the Josh Botto Experience, and this is one of the last episodes, if not the last Music Monday episode of 2021, so I really hope you guys have enjoyed this new sub-series that I've been kind of trying out over the year, and today, and like throughout all the Music Monday episodes, they're not really stable on a topic. It's just, well, I guess the topic is just music. And so sometimes it'll be reviewing an album. Sometimes we can be talking about a track list of an upcoming album. Sometimes we're just going over weekly news in music. And so in today's episode, it's going to be kind of weekly news in music where we have Things like Wiz Khalifa, his new project that just dropped, Tory Lane's new project that just dropped, and the Kanye and Drake Free Larry Hoover concert that just happened on December 9th. So we're going to be talking about these things and more. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Honestly, this is an episode really for you to just hang out and enjoy. It's not some of the episodes I do more trying to really provide value and give information that I'm picking people's brains or whatever but this one is really just one that you can just hang out with or go for a walk or when you're on your way to work whatever you're doing just sit back and enjoy this is the Josh Botto experience season two weekend on December 10th Wiz Khalifa dropped Wiz Got Wings. I think this is an album, not a mixtape, but it's basically really a nice album that's reminding me like 2009 How Fly, Cushion, Orange Juice sounding Wiz type vibes. So that's really hype. I didn't even know, like I knew he was going to be releasing new music and he's got new albums on the way but I didn't really realize that he was going to be dropping like this quickly and so I was kind of hyped when he tweeted out the other night like new album so I checked that out right away and like I was saying just the production in particular he's been really going on this like chill vibe lately that almost like on a 70s vibe in my opinion like because that's really where he listens to a lot of his music but yeah <clears throat> if you like the OG, like 2009, How Fly, Cushion Orange Juice type whiz, back when he was just starting out, before even the Rolling Papers era, um, this is what it kind of sounds like. So I love that mixtape vibe. Like back, especially in like 2019, I was always playing um, 2009, How Fly, and Cushion Orange Juice, especially Cushion Orange Juice, every morning, of course. But. Um, yeah, so it was, it's, it's a really good album that I definitely recommend you go and listen to if you like those types of things. And he, he previewed a couple of the songs, actually. So once I heard the songs on the album, I was like, okay, so it, it does make sense. He's been previewing these, like, the Player of the Year song with the IG Gravity Bong line. Like, the he's talking about... Because um, you know how he's been posting all these videos of the Gravity Bongs on Instagram. And I definitely am needing to get somebody to send me the link 
because I saw the link to one of those like literally like three months ago or something and that it was like an $800 bong or something like that so hopefully the price has gone down uh but that song was really cool the finer things uh the song the finer things just wakes me up in the morning like that is like some OG cushion orange juice vibes where it's just a good vibe to just wake up to in the morning and it was really nice um two stone for tv this was like whiz and currency <clears throat> they they're the one like because they already have the how fly mixtape or album from 2009 and then the 2009 mixtape that he they released in like 2019 and um this is exactly giving me that vibe on two stone for tv and currency even dropped a how fly bar in this song kind of referencing the og mixtapes so it was a super dope song too Wiz Got Wings, the song, this the whole project really like if you like Wiz Khalifa, then then this is a Wiz album for you. Um, the Kid Frankie Part Two, so they literally put the Kid Frankie from Cushion Orange Juice, um, Part Two on here, um, and I think Currency was on this track too. Let me just pull that up really quick. Um, the Kid Frankie featuring. Oh, is it? Yeah, Chevy Woods. Okay, okay, well, The Kid Frankie Part 2 featuring Chevy Woods. And so, it's just really got me hyped because I've been wanting this Sounding Wiz project. I've been wanting just Cushion OJ, Cushion Orange Juice Part 2 to come out soon. So, I don't know if this is actually just going to be kind of regarded as that, but it was a super dope project, getting me hyped. Pop That Trunk single, the one that I was telling you about, that was only on SoundCloud. You could find, like, leaks of it. Officially released December 3rd, after the last podcast dropped. So, um, Pop That Trunk by Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa, the lead single for their new album, Stoner's Night, coming soon. The single is out now, and like I said before, it's perfect sound for this new album. It's the perfect sound if you heard the first Juicy J and Wiz album, T-God Mafia, Rude Awakening. This sounds exactly what we're looking for for part two. And I'm, I'm just super hyped for what Wiz and Juicy J have got next because I've been huge fans of them for over, like basically this entire decade. Uh, I've been a, a, a big fan. So to have them dropping the sequel and Wiz dropping this new album, it's just got me hyped. Their motivation, their work ethic is basically unbeatable compared to a lot of these other rappers. They're just constantly giving out motivation and work ethic. And, you know, Wiz got the the day-to-day YouTube videos showing him actually putting in the work, making these projects. So go check that out too. But yeah, man, I just wanted to talk about that project and the the upcoming projects really quick because it's got me hyped for the future for Wiz because he hasn't been dropping much recently other than uh that 2009 mixtape in 2019 and uh the rolling papers 2 album in 2018 so we're definitely looking for more whiz oh and he also dropped the saga of khalifa uh the saga of whiz khalifa in in 2020 i guess but it's just quarantine vibes i guess so yeah new whiz album coming soon and juicy j so let's get it also coming up this friday we have live life fast by Roddy Rich, 
releasing December 17th, 2021. And I'm really hyped for this one. Is it going to keep up with singles like The Box off his first album? What was it? Antisocial? I don't even remember the full name. Either way, his first album was super dope. It had me automatically hooked into becoming a Roddy Ridge fan back in 2018. So with singles like Late at Night, which released in like June, I think... I don't know what Rowdy's going with this. If he's going uh, a more chill, psychedelic vibe with this album or not. I loved songs like Pure Souls this year with his feature on Pure Souls by Kanye on Donda. That was one of my favorite songs on the album. It was one of my favorite songs of the year. And it's got me hyped because Roddy Rich, man, like he's just been one of the best artists of the last three years. And we're really going to see where this next album goes. I've said this before, I'll say it again, where some artists drop some great fire tracks and then they're a one-album wonder, a one-hit wonder. So I'm hyped to see where Roddy's going to go with this. He's definitely not disappointing on his features and he's, he worked on like the Pop Smoke album and he did the, a feature on like the DJ Khaled album. He did a bunch of different other features this year too. So it's definitely be looking for that this Friday. And this is one that I really wanted to talk about up next, which, and yeah, so basically, yeah, we're just getting off that Roddy Rich album because I don't have too much to talk about other than it's going to be out very soon and it's going to be hyped. So stay tuned for that. But up right here, up next, what I've been wanting to talk about that also released this Friday, December 10th, is... The Tory Lanez 80s project, Alone at Prom. So let's talk about it. So I didn't really know what to expect in this Tory Lanez album. Like, he's dropped so much music, and people say he's canceled, blah, 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 blah. You already know how I feel about cancel culture. Um, fucking whack. Um, basically, Tory Lanez, Alone at Prom. I didn't know he's dropped like Daystar over the last year. He dropped what was the one at the beginning of the year, Playboy on March fifth. Um, I really loved his other albums. Love you now, love me now. I think is my favorite Tory Lanez album or like Chicks Tapes Five. Either way, I'm a fan of Tory Lanez, so. And I've been looking for this 80s project because he's been teasing it for months now, like literally since the summer, or maybe even before that, like when the other album released, like when Playboy released, he's, I think that was when he started teasing this 80s album. So we've been looking for the album, if you're a Tory fan, for literally like months, probably half a year. And so with my first reaction of it, it was pretty good. I didn't know what to expect. Like I said, I guess... I'm not much of a fan. Well, I guess I, I like it, but I'm not... I don't listen to it every day. I don't have music on my phone of 80s music. Don't don't come at me, guys. Because <laughs> I know people like love 80s music. But I don't have 80s music on my phone, so I didn't really know what to expect as much for this project. But one thing I will say, my favorite songs, Pink Dolphin Sunset giving me Michael Jackson vibes the whole song and that was something I guess I could have expected 
going into this. But also, Last Kiss of Nebulon, that one was chill. I really liked that one. Um, people are comparing it to After Hours, so that was the one thing I wanted to talk about because people are always saying, like, oh, in the last album or like Daystar or something like that, he was sounding like Drake switching it up. And then now in this album, he's just sounding like The Weeknd. So I don't really know what to think about that. Like, this album kind of sounds like After Hours. I guess I would agree with that, but that's because he, like, The Weeknd was also kind of going on that 80s-ish vibe, that whole album. So you can't really fault him for the entire sound. That would be like two people using 90s, like, gangster rap kind of sound and being like, oh, you use 90s rap, gangster rap sound, so you're... I don't know if that's if there's actually something deeper, because people are saying he's using, like, even the same style of lyrics, all that. I don't know if he's just using 80. I don't even know. But it was a good project to me, nonetheless, even if people were saying that it reminds them of After Hours. If it reminds you of After Hours, that should be a good thing. Because After Hours is one of the best albums of um, the 2020s. And it was one of the best albums of 2020. So that's a great thing. And... It's got me looking forward to more Tory Lanez because I'm still waiting on the Spanish project that he said he was going to release in, like, 2018. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. He is, he's sitting on so much unreleased music, and um, he releases uh, songs that he recorded on Instagram Live in the studio. And I don't know, man. I could just... I, I like the Tory Lanez project, but I did find myself kind of falling asleep halfway through it um, just because... I'm not much of a fan of the 80s sound. So, with that being said, it does kind of, like I said, it put me to sleep a little bit, so it's slower than Playboy with songs like Scrap Gimp Bullshit, Nunchucks, Her, slash, like, Are You Dumb, Lady of Neptune. Like, there's different songs on that album, Playboy, that was a lot faster-paced hype, even though it kind of had the singing vibe still. Alone at Prom, I guess, with that slow... Yeah, it's the perfect sounding album for the name and the cover and exactly what Tori was trying to do. So, I guess shout out to Tori for this project. It's got us looking to see what he's going to do next. And with that, we're going to talk the big topic of today. Which, it's not even a big topic, but I, I guess, yeah, no, it is a big topic... Kanye and Drake free Larry Hoover event. Let's get into it. Okay. Okay, so the Kanye Drake free Larry Hoover concert, December 9th. Let's talk about that. It was supposed to start at 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's my time zone here in Calgary. And it actually ended up starting at like 10.30, 10.40. And so, as usual, it was kind of late. But still, it was if you stayed up for the performance or if you ended up seeing the performance on Amazon Prime and or Twitch. Because um, I actually ended up watching it on both at some point. I needed to switch over to Twitch. But... If you ended up watching the event, it was definitely worth it because, well, there's a lot of things to start at, start this off with. But let's just say this is Kanye Drake, and not to mention Kanye 
is one of the best stage designers in the entire world. Well, one of the best designers is pretty much everything in the world. But with stage design, just look at every stage. Look at the Life of Pablo stage. Look at um, the, the Jesus is King stage that he did at Coachella. Um, I think that was a Jesus is King stage. Whatever that stage was that he did at Coachella. And just <clears throat> now... And, oh, and the Donda stage at the last listening party, for an example. Or the one where he floated off into space. Now we had this one where it basically literally looked like they were... Drake and Kanye were floating through space on, like, the moon or some comet or, like, something. With, he was using, like, the, the crowd with the cameras, people with their flash on the cameras, with making it all look like the stars where they're they had like some like smoke whatever that was um all going through the 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 entire stage design this was one of the most insane stage designs just to to give you an idea right off the bat why this was um such an amazing concert the stage and i heard the stage was rotating so everybody in the los angeles coliseum um, got to see the proper stage at least once because it would rotate so everyone, you know what I mean, everyone could see it. So yeah, first things first, the stage was completely insane. One of the best stages, if not the best stage of all time in design. But first off, the choir was crazy. Planks. They had songs... They keep playing that Fuji song, Ready or Not, the one Adele song they played again, and they played a couple Yay songs, of course, the Sunday service songs. Then Ultralight Beam, the Sunday service song comes on, and Kanye and Drake came out, and it was hyped, and Kanye started playing all of his classics, like Jesus Walks, Gold Digger, Stronger, Runaway, Mercy, even Hurricane. He played Praise God when he came out on stage right after um, Ultralight Beam, and that was super hype too, because obviously, like him playing Travis Scott right when all this controversy. And that was kind of my take on it with him walking out to Travis Scott. But yeah, he played all these classic, old classic, new classic songs. Songs we never thought he was going to play again, like Mercy and uh, Find Your Love, he played. That was the crazy part with when, because he and Drake swapped songs, so he played Find Your Love. And this is a, a pre, like he actually wrote and produced that song for Drake back in the day. So I think that song released in 2010. So. Here we are 11 years later and Kanye is performing it on stage. That was just crazy. It was a childhood dream come true to, like I said, see him perform Stronger. Because I was like, I, like I heard Gold Digger before Stronger, obviously. But like when Stronger came out, that was when I really became a fan. So like in present day to see Kanye performing Stronger, that was just a dream come true. And it was just so great. Like I said, he switched off after find your love oh yeah no he played uh, can't tell me nothing first and then he switched off with drake 
who performed 24 off of Donda by Ye, and that one was crazy. Because this is kind of like a meme now, because people were like, oh yeah, Kanye tried to set Drake up into a versus, and because uh, Kanye played all his classics, and then Drake just played like five CLB songs and like God's Plan. And um, yeah, <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. That Drake, because we were expecting at least headlines or like something off of Nothing Was the Same, or if you're reading this, it's too late, but none of that. So um, that was kind of a miss, uh, but it was so hype to see Drake and Kanye back on stage together. And then Kanye, like I said, he came back on stage after Drake and was playing songs like Off the Life of Pablo. Um, and yeah, so it was just Kanye's redemption arc here. And at the very end, they performed Forever, the song from 2009, I think it was. They performed that song together for like the first time ever, basically. So that was just super hyped at the very end of the concert. And then they walked off and it was over. And so yeah, now the memes are coming in, the pictures are coming in everybody's opinions are coming in we want a tour we want the album um calabasas is the new abu dhabi i think was the title of the album that was supposed to come out like five years ago so we're hoping we're speculating that something could start cooking up after that yay uh showed up yesterday at rolling loud on future set and performed like I think, yeah, he performed Can't Tell Me Nothing again, and he did, like, a freestyle to fuck up some commas. Just, I forget what he even freestyled to, but it was crazy. Um, this was the year for Kanye. This was the year of Kanye, where all year he's controlled this year. So if you, if you love Kanye and you haven't seen the concert yet, definitely go back and check it out. See how it even compares to the Donda events, because both stage designs are absolutely crazy. It got me super hyped to see what he's got in the future. All these artists, Kanye, Drake, Roddy Rich, Wiz, even Tori, they've just got me super hyped for the next year because this year was a really great year for music and tends to slow down after a really good year of music. Next year tends to slow down. I feel like this year, next year's gonna be even better. We've got Kendrick Lamar, Future's been super silent this year. Who else do we got uh, dropping next year? Like I said, the new Juicy J and Wiz album. We could be seeing new Yay. Um, we just got to be hyped. Looking forward to new music coming soon. And with that, this is basically the end of the episode. I just wanted to say some of the things that happened in music this week because there's a lot of crazy, dope things. Um, Kanye dropping crazy amounts of Yeezys this this uh, month. He already dropped the foam runners, the slides. You can still enter for the 350 V2, the Belugas on the confirmed app. And there's a bunch of different other places to enter raffles. So Kanye right now is just going off here all 2020, not even or 2021, not even just in music, in fashion too, and in stage design, everything. So just be staying tuned for more from yay and all these different artists and with that i just wanted to fit in some more quick info with that i think this is the end of the episode guys where this was music monday 2022 <laughs> this is music monday 22 going into 2022 um and the next episode we got coming up 
December 17th, I'm going to try to do a spoiler-free version of reacting to, just talking about No Way Home and Spider-Man and Marvel with Logan Vautor, my brother, coming on the podcast later this week, so be staying tuned for that coming very soon, I think on Friday. And if we're going to drop spoilers in that episode, I think we might even just do it where we'll talk about all non-spoilers and then like move to spoilers at the very end or something like that. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll let you guys know at the beginning of the next episode. So be staying tuned for that and be staying tuned for much more. Cause we've got four more episodes before season three begins. So stay on the lookout. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, I hope you guys have a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, whenever you're listening to this. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. It really means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a rating and let me know what you liked. Thank you so much, and I really hope you guys have a great day. See ya.